What's it? Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, you should count it down. Okay, you ready? Just when you thought it was safe. Just when you thought he was gone forever. Just when you thought that you could come out of hiding. Just when you thought that, I mean, you couldn't take any more humor. Sorry, Jack. Kenny's back. That's right. Season 15 of Kenny's Two Pennies is here. So, hide your valuables, hide your kids, go and hide, because guess what? I'm back. All right, enough with the Chucky thing. First of all, I'm going to say this. This season is dedicated to my number one fan. She was always so much support behind me doing this show. And I mean, she was always uh, told me, hey, keep going every week. Keep telling them with your humor. So this season is dedicated to my number one fan. Mom, this, sh this uh, season is for you. Alrighty, now let's just start talking, shall we? First, I'm going to talk local. Yeah, guess what? It's not the Waterloo Indians anymore. It's the Waterloo Tigers. Yeah, that's right. Because of New York State's thing where uh, schools can't have a Native American nicknames, it seems, Waterloo's taken a step. They're no longer the Indians. They're now the Waterloo Tigers. And you know what? In an area where there's plenty of cat nicknames, Tigers is perfect. Well, I tell you what, it's going to be getting used to, especially because when you see the football team go out there on Tom Copland Stadium, you got to wonder, is it the Waterloo Tigers? Or is it the Cincinnati Bengals? Downsized. Oh, whatever. Nice helmets, Waterloo. But I will say this, Miners Academy has gone to eight-man football because, hey, we don't have a, a, enough participants to field a full 11-man team. And Waterloo's had a few personnel problems. But I think they say they've got enough kids on junior varsity and on modified that in the next few years they should field a full team. But there had been talk that Waterloo and Miners might want to combine teams. You know what an old school person to Waterloo and Miners would say? <gasps> I don't believe it. Waterloo and Miners collaborating on something. Be still, my beating heart. And don't gasp. You might have a heart attack. Yeah, well. <laughs> no heart attack. Don't worry. My heart's fine. But I digress. The Waterloo Tigers. Yeah, we got to get used to it. Of course, the soccer teams and the volleyball teams are doing pretty good. The football teams, football team needs a little work, especially after losing the Marcus Whitman Bloomfield on homecoming. But it's a lot better than what Minders' eight-man team is doing. Heck, losing 60 to nothing to a small school at the western end of Section 5, you know... There was so much scoring and so much stats that when they had to write it down, their pen broke. 
But you know what? I digress. Yep, the Waterloo Tigers. It's going to take some getting used to. Oh, I'm going to go from talking about the Waterloo Tigers to the Orange. You know what? Hiring Robert Anae and John Beck seems to have done wonders for the offense. Now, Garrett Schrader and the Orange seem to have a passing attack. And it's been fun inside the JMA Wireless Dome. That's right. After more than 40 years, it's no longer the Carrier Dome. Of course, they didn't really put a good HVAC system in until this round of improvements to the Dome. Yeah, it was the Carrier Dome, but in September, it felt like a sauna. As you know, every time you'd, between every play, you'd be going, yeah, way to go. And then you'd have to go, way to go, yeah, let nice first down. That's the way it was. Yeah, an HVAC air conditioning company, and there was no air conditioning. Boy, don't you think you'd lose about 20 pounds? But I digress. Big win over Louisville to start the season. Then, of course, we go on the road and we take on Jim Mora in Connecticut. Not that Jim Mora. Well, of course, maybe you better ask him. Hey, how about making it to the postseason? Postseason? Don't talk about postseason. You kidding me? Postseason? I just hope we can win a frickin' game. Well... Thing is, the difference is, he's not a junior. He's got a different middle name. But if anybody can be like his daddy, you know, he could. And then coming back home, big win over Purdue. The Big Ten coming into the Dome. And especially, seven seconds left. The offspring of a fishmonger. Yeah, Aronde Gadsden II. Aren't you glad he came up here to New York to go to college? His Danny, I mean, it was a great story, making the Miami Dolphins. I mean, coming out of semi-pro ball and that. But you know what, Gadsden, we're glad you're coming to the Orange. You helped us beat Purdue. Did anybody drink any Boilermakers to celebrate? But I digress. I think this generation, it's lost on them because they think a Boilermaker is a drink. Well, you know what? Read your history especially about the locomotives. You know what locomotives were powered by in the 1800s? Steam. And you know what comes from steam? A, a boiler makes the steam. So look, out your, look up your history. Read about your history. Or I'm going to come with a ruler and <laughs> Read your history, you idiots! Don't get your minds off drinking. Read your history. All right, enough of that. And then we played the team where Anae and Beck came from, Virginia. And you'd think with Anae and Beck leading the Orange's offense, you'd think there'd be a lot of points. Well, apparently Virginia had dialed up a nice uh, defense. So all we had to show were the touchdown and five Andre Schmidt field goals. And of course, Virginia dialed up the defense. Garrett Schrader, who looked so confident through the first three games, looked indecisive, especially during Virginia. But it was just enough, just enough 
to beat them 22 to 20. So who does Syracuse get this week? Um, a good opponent? Nah. Uh, FCS? Uh-huh. Wagner. Ugh. A team that went winless last year and lost to Rutgers 66-7. to Hmm. Good competition. Oh, we should be 5-0. and We'll see. We gotta beat those Seahawks and we're one win away from bowl eligibility. Something that may save Dino Babers' job. Well, you know what? My hat's off to you, Syracuse. Good 4-0 start, so let's keep it going, especially against Wagner. Because guess what? The meat of the schedule is coming up. And I'm talking prime rib. Yep, the ACC portion. And of course, with a big bonus, two days before Halloween, Notre Dame coming to the Dome with Marcus Freeman leading them, who's kind of had a little bit of a rough start. But you know what? I like him. I think he's going to be a good coach. But we got to show Notre Dame that, hey, this isn't the place to win. Now I'm going to go from talking about Syracuse to talking about our Bills. Yes, first two games, Buffalo looked like the Super Bowl contenders and the Super Bowl champions everybody's p picking them to be. Yeah, big wins to start against the Rams and against Tennessee. And especially against Tennessee, they look good. Now, I mean, Stefan Diggs looks unstoppable in his first two games. And you know what? That's why I say he digs the competition. And you know what? I don't have a shovel here, so I can't show you. But now I guess the injury bug has really hit. And it really showed against the fish. You know, we possessed the ball for 90 plays against the fish. They only possessed it for 39. But they did just enough to win. And we did enough to lose. Yeah, when you got all the opportunities that Buffalo had against the fish, you ought to make lots of money. But where's the pet shop boys when you need them? Instead of getting the pet shop boys, we got Daryl Hall and John Oates. Keep on missing each other. Our world's out of order. All I see is missed opportunity. Yeah, that's what it was. Plenty of times we had a chance to put points on the board, but we either settled for Bass kicking a field goal or Bass missing a 39-yard field goal or Matt Milano dropping a potential pick six or Josh Allen short-arming Isaiah McKenzie right near the end of the game or bad clock management right at the end of the first half and also right at the end of the game especially there at the first half, fumbling the snap, then throwing wide out. Couldn't get out of bounds in time. And then at the end of the game, good improvisation to get the ball to Isaiah McKenzie, but he couldn't get out of bounds in time. A lot of missed opportunities by the Bills. And they couldn't even take advantage of a Miami miscue, you know. I've heard of kicking somebody in the ass, but that's a little extreme there. The butt punt. Of 
course, Mark Sanchez had the butt fumble, but he didn't ram his head, nor did the punter. But you know what? It went out of bounds for a safety. So you know what? That's going to be on a lot of memes for a long time. Ken Dorsey, I applaud your, applaud your uh, passion, you know. But you know what? Now you become the thing of memes for losing your cool right there at the end of the game. You know what? I've lost my cool plenty of times. Hell, I slammed my fist into a table. Didn't hurt my fist, but caused a few people to look at me like, is he weird? What's wrong with him? And Dorsey, I applaud your passion, but you know what? You gotta cool it down a little bit. Is somebody saying that's a permanent tattoo on him? Where? I don't see anything on his arm. I don't see anything on his face. But you know what? Dorsey, I applaud you. Now we gotta take on the Ravens. We gotta say that, hey, we gotta go into where Edgar Allan Poe came from and come away with a victory. But our secondary's really depleted now. Heck, I heard Benford's going to be out for a few weeks because he injured his hand. That may be a problem for a few weeks. We might need to go to a practice squad or do, make a trade for help, but we'll see. And last but not least, I'm going to talk about the judge. Yes, Aaron Judge. Still stuck on one home run away from Roger Maris. But, I mean, it's been a big watch whenever he comes up. I always like to say, All rise! When he comes up. And then if he hits one, pretty good. He's tied with Babe Ruth. I kind of wonder if he celebrated with a candy bar when he hit his 60th home run. But I digress. Yep, we're stuck at 60, waiting for you to tie Roger Maris and eventually break the record. Let's go, Aaron Judge. I hope you do. And that's all I have time for this week, the season premiere. Get ready. It's going to be a nice ride again.